0: Play in the church organ, but it do be a bit temperamental at times, and Tom and me could get it over and set it up first thing in the morning, all ready for morning service. That would be a great help, Basil said in relief. Just for the time being, anyway. He drew in a deep breath, smiled round at them all, and took a large sip of his champagne. And now that's settled. Let's enjoy the rest of this happy day. I think Colonel Napier wants us to join the guests in the marquee. The rest of the villagers, having gathered outside the church to see Hilary arrive and then leave again on the arm of her new husband, drifted away in the September sunshine, talking of the event. She did look lovely in that beautiful frock, Aggie Madge sighed. So happy, too. She looked as if the sun was shining right out of her. "'Well, she's got the money for it,' Ivy Sweet commented, and then, as the others turned to her in indignation, added defensively, "'I mean, anyone can look nice in frocks made in London by smart dressmakers. Not that Miss Hillary's not a good-looking young woman, I didn't mean that.' But you got to admit, if she'd left it to Dotty Friend to make the frock, <laughs> her voice trailed away and became more feeble. I didn't mean nothing by it, no, but you said it just the same. Aggie said coldly, That's your trouble, Ivy always got some sharp to say about everything You knows as well as I do that Dotty's got a lot of experience in dressmaking,' and she'd have made just as good a job of it if she hadn't had that stroke. I hear she's doing her own wedding costume anyway, and I dare say it will be just as good. And us shouldn't be saying Miss Hillary no more, she added. She's Mrs. Hunter now, and entitled to her proper married name. Mrs. Napier, Hunter, Nancy Pettifer corrected her. That's what our Patsy told us she was going to be called, so the Napier name don't die out. The others were diverted from their annoyance with Ivy Sweet. They paused on their way down the church path and stared at her. But wasn't young Rob going to take the name? Someone asked. I thought the Colonel wanted him to be in charge of the whole estate when he grows up. You're behind the times then, Nancy said. That wasn't no more than a flash in the pan. His mother put a stop to it, said she wanted him back in France. Miss Hillary, uh, Mrs. Napier Hunter, wanted to go on running the estate with Mr. Calloway helping her, and I reckon the colonel saw she was making a good job of it and settled for that. Good job, too, if you ask me. You don't know what that French tacker would have done if it had been left to him. He could have split the old place up and sold us off wholesale for all us knows. "'Well, that won't happen now,' Aggie Madge said comfortably. "'Buricam looks safe for a good few years yet, and us got a new doctor as a bonus. I reckon it's all turned out better than anyone could have wished for. Mind you, us haven't seen the last of young Rob and his mother.' They came over for the wedding, after all, and very smart, she looked, too, in her Paris hat. They're still family, Nancy pointed out. She was married to the colonel's son in the war, and Rob's his grandson. You can't get away from that. The others nodded thoughtfully. Marianne's unexpected arrival two years earlier with her son, who looked so much like Gilbert Napier's elder son, Baden, lost at Dunkirk, had caused a stir throughout the village. And it had seemed for some time that the inheritance would pass to him. But it all seemed to have been settled eventually, although none of them knew the details, and Rob, who had for a few weeks attended the nearby Kelly College, had gone home to France. The squire's experiment in trying to turn him into an English schoolboy had failed, and nobody except Gilbert himself had been sorry. And even Gilbert's disappointment had diminished as he accepted at last that his daughter could run the estate as well as any man and would stay at Barakham, living in the Barton.